0: Welcome back to the Pursuits of Ascension podcast. My name is Diego. I'm your host. And for those of you that are new here, I'm an athlete. I play professionally in Dubai as a footballer. And I believe in what I like to call holistic self-improvement. And what that means is embodying the balance that is necessary to any sort of fulfillment in life, in mind, body and soul. Now, I'll give a quick story. When I was younger, as a footballer, I would hate playing in games. I would rather be injured or be on the bench than actually play on a game. And it wasn't because I was technically not good enough. It's because I didn't believe in myself fully. I played amazing in training sessions. That's because there was no pressure. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to this. I get this sort of question all the time. And it took me so long to realize that this game of football is played entirely in the mind. And until you realize that for yourself. No amount of training on the field, no amount of touches, no amount of juggling, no amount of going through cones is going to fix the insecurities and the low confidence issues that you struggle with. The only thing that's going to fix that is taking a step away from the constant distractions of the world, taking a step away from your phone, away from, you know, crumbling to the pressures of the perceived pressures, right? Because it's all external. You create a reality. Um, taking a step away and being alone, being bored. It's so important to be bored. Because when you're bored, you can really dive deep into your your mind. You can start to realize, why do I think the things that I think? You can ask yourself that, right? Why do I do the things that I do? And really break that down and go deep into your thoughts and how they're formed and these perceptions that you have about yourself and where they came from. This is a form of meditation in itself. And it's only when you start practicing that, enjoying moments of boredom, intentional boredom, meditation before you go to sleep and after you wake up. Visualization daily. Daydream more often. I love just like kind of zoning out and just visualizing myself playing, feeling what it would feel like to do the things that I see myself doing. And I think that's the most important thing is the feeling. It's not it's not enough to just think about it. You have to feel it. The excitement, the energy, the adrenaline. Embody the energy that you wish to attract Feel the person that you wish to become in the future. Because time doesn't exist, right? What's happening in the future, what's happening in the past, what's happening now is all happening at the same time. Because by making choices in the moment, you're changing your future, literally. And by choosing to hold on to the past and the things that have already happened, you're corrupting the moment, right? So it's all happening essentially, simultaneously. Because for all intents and purposes, since they affect your now, they exist. And it's all of these different concepts you know, that take time to load in your subconscious to process. But once understood, once internalized, then that's when the ascension begins. Because the majority of the population will never come to realize this. Because they'll never take time to step away from the distractions of the world because they're so afraid of boredom or having a moment of loneliness that they'll never really realize that nothing exists except for the mind. Now, this episode, I didn't want to dive too deep into that topic. I, I love talking about these things. I could rant forever. But I really want to give a moment to answer some questions because at the bottom of each episode, if you're listening on Spotify, there's an opportunity to ask me anything or bring up any topics that you want me to talk about on a future episode. And every couple of weeks, I'll dedicate one episode to just kind of going through all the questions that have been submitted and... Answering them or, or give at least giving my thoughts on them. Because I don't like to, you know, this whole thing on social media where we kind of idolize these people that we believe have the answers that we ourselves don't have. A lot of the times we know everything we need to do. We just might need someone to push us in the right direction or to kind of give us a perspective that maybe we didn't think about before. And it's dangerous when you idolize people to the point where you start to lose trust in yourself. The most important thing is to trust your gut instinct, to trust yourself again through meditation. And time alone, this is, it becomes easier to do this. And then take inspiration from other people on social media, right? Take inspiration from these people that maybe you look up to, or maybe there's something about their life that you respect and you want to try to apply into your own. That's There's nothing wrong with that. It's when it becomes idolization. It's when it becomes blind um, faith, right? Because everyone has an agenda. No one actually cares about you other than you. And I think it's really, really important to remember that, you know, especially when it comes to the government. You know, maybe the governments were put in place to take care of the people. I believe that. But over time, they become corrupted, and especially in the West, you're starting to see how we become a corporate nation, right? We, we, the people are no longer, you know, the, the pride of the government, the, the, the responsibility that we are the consumers. We are what sort of fuels this, this matrix, right? And in the matrix, they portray it beautifully. I think it's an incredible movie, and it's referenced because it's a system. It's an entity that sort of thrives off the energy of the people. Right. So when you work a nine to five, when you engage in mind numbing entertainment, when you watch pornography, right, when you kind of uh, delve into meaningless uh, relationships with people for the for the wrong intentions, you're constantly draining your spiritual and mental energy. And then on top of that, when you eat poison, I mean, food, (laughs) I mean, the the quote unquote food that, you know, is, is given to us in the supermarkets. It's shocking, by the way, like really just going to a supermarket and opening your eyes and just being like, yo, none of this is is like real food. There's only like a tiny little bit of it that's real food. And the little bit of it that's real food is either genetically modified now or transported and imported. And all the nutrients are depleted of it, right? Because as soon as the vegetables are cut, the nutrients are depleted. Anyways, all that to say, you are the only one in this world that is going to have your best interest in mind. And you are the only one will truly be able to change your life and take action right because everyone has their own agenda that was my point everyone else has their own agenda right we we can't help but be selfish um and, and it's important to be selfish but I think being selfish out of a place of love and wanting to help other people is a different different topic anyways I digress let's um let's move on to the question Money bags. Says, are pregame superstitions necessary to adhere to the mental before a game? Let's say you don't perform these superstitions. How do you believe that affects the mind? Would love your take on this. That's a great question. Um, I always say live life as a meditation. And the reason why I say this is because I don't believe in isolating, right? Just like it when I talk about holistic health or even holistic self-improvement, there's nothing that should be isolated and, and replacing the, the whole, right? Um, the problem I have with modern medicine, and I'm not against it. I think if holistic medicine and and what's it called, uh, allopathic medicine, work together, we would have an incredible society. But the problem is, is that one is you know demonized and one is you know very much pushed in our faces. So it's kind of same with this, right? Like you're isolating a practice to then hopefully gain some sort of benefit in the game. Live life as a meditation. Choose to you know in every single moment. Um, of your life to, to, to make a decision that is not based on the emotions that are, you know, evoked out of whatever is provoking them, but instead, you know, take a step back, reflect, ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Why am I thinking the things I'm thinking? And really move and flow like water. If you really look at water, it's incredible because there's, first of all, there's so much to learn from nature, but water, I find fascinating. And Bruce Lee talks about this. This is not my ideas, but when he says flow like water, it means if there's an obstacle in your way, find a way around it. Don't let it stop your momentum right water doesn't water always finds the cracks always finds the way through so if you're gonna take something like a pregame superstition and put all your energy on that and all your focus on that and have that be the catalyst for what is or the determining factor for what is you know gonna determine whether or not you play a good game i think you're you're um what's it called you're giving yourself a a vulnerability that is super unnecessary if you can live a holistic lifestyle and just always be ready to perform always kind of be ready to tap into that state of mind not needing that super games the pregame superstition think about how much better not only will you perform but how much better you'll be than everyone else who does rely on that i think life's just about minimizing the amount of things that could slow you down that could be an obstacle and increasing the amount of things that make you essentially invincible like indestructible mentally physically and spiritually right so I used to have pregame superstitions. I was like, oh, almost because it's kind of pushed on social media a little bit. It's like, it's kind of cool. You see the pros, they like do one boot and then this boot and socks and then whatever. It's like all this stupid shit. They got like tape over here. To be honest, if, if, if it works for you, great. But my take on this is, is really just, none of that actually matters. Like, I, my pregame superstition was the food that I ate. It was like, if I didn't eat properly, I wouldn't be able to perform well. That's mine, but from before. And then I realized... Me trying to be so perfect in what I ate took away from what I was actually doing. It kind of distracted from the fact that I'm a good footballer. I understand the fundamentals of the game. I can play anytime. I can play anywhere under any circumstance and still have that consistent high level. Right. It's and, 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 I th- and it's as soon as I realized that and started implementing that perspective and acting on it, that's when I leveled up. That's when I really started being consistent with my performances. Whereas before, it was like, if I didn't eat right, then I wouldn't play good. And it was almost like I had a reason for myself. I could justify to myself, oh, I didn't eat good before my game. Therefore, it's okay if I didn't play good. Or there's a reason, it's justified, right? So, like I said, minimize the amount of things that could be a crutch and increase the amount of things that make you superhuman, that make you invincible. Um, and yeah, like that's kind of... That that's my take on it i i don't necessarily encourage them if you have them and they work and they don't hinder your progress and whatever but maybe you know this resonated with you and you can start to live life as a meditation and start to kind of live in that flow state constantly being able to tap into um you know that focus that is needed to play football but yeah that's a great question um let's find let's find the next one but I kind of want to know, like, I'm going to leave a poll underneath this. How many of you are footballers? Because I know that I talk a lot of, about, about a lot of different things, um, you know, especially if you follow me on Instagram. It's not just athletes, um, although it is, I do say, holistic self-improvement for athletes. Um, I believe that every human being is an athlete in their own right. We were meant to be, you know, we were meant to move. We were meant to be, you know, out in nature, in the sun. You know, we're, we were meant to essentially be, be an athlete but now we've created sports right and only people that play sports are athletes and everyone else you know like working out is kind of like an extra thing it's like no it should everyone should come from the basis of you know i need to take care of my body i need to take care of my health like an athlete would i need to take care of my mind like an athlete would and then whatever else you decide to do with your life, whether it's like, you know, be a rocket engineer or a doctor or a scientist, it doesn't really matter. It's like you should have that foundation. You should have those fundamentals. Now, imagine a world where everyone took that serious. Imagine how much happier this world would be. Imagine how much less, you know, chaos there would be because everyone's hormones would be in balance. There wouldn't be any crazy, like as many crazy people, right? Because I think a lot of the problems in this world that you kind of see manifesting are a result of hormone imbalances right because everyone's deficient in minerals and minerals are you know especially magnesium and zinc and iron are key in maintaining the balance of your cells right and also the energy production of your cells that's why so many people are tired and need caffeine and it's like this once you really start diving deep into the stuff you kind of realize like oh my god there's all these cycles that are just band-aid after band-aid after band-aid until you get to just like a life of 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 constant like depression and sadness it's like no wonder everyone has mental illness it's like I would too if I also chose to live that life but again it's a choice right just because it exists doesn't mean you have to engage in it and in fact the more people that vote with their dollar against it uh, the more this world will be shaped uh, in our favor but the problem is people are addicted right so anyways let's move on to the next one Raul says I think an interesting topic you should discuss is how to stay consistent so we don't slack off from our habits and don't lose focus on our goals now Before I answer this, I just want to say consistency is the key to success. I really realize this now. Like there is like this. I guess I'll bring up social media again because it's really easy to see people kind of accomplish big things. But what you don't see is the little steps that it took to get there. And then you think if I'm not accomplishing big things every single day consistently, then I'm failing. But for me, I always try to bring it back to the basics. Like if I can wake up and see the sunrise, if I can eat if I can win my morning, if I can eat uh, good food, get some sun in me, move my body, get some work done in the morning, um, you know, and then, and then, and then master my, or sorry, um, win my afternoon, and then win my night, like, to me, I kind of segment it, but it's all for the purpose of keeping a holistic balance, and I think I'm going to speak as a man, I think as men, we need to have physical wins every single day, like, if you are not exerting your body in some form you are not tapping into your potential and as a man right i'm gonna assume for human beings as well but i just i know as a man it's it's particularly important um and to be honest with you like when i look around when i'm walking the streets downtown i don't really see any men anymore like there's there's no one that looks first of all there's no one that looks healthy there's no one that looks physically capable there's no one that seems like they are a protector, a provider, it's just become this, like, I kind of, I I mean, I live in a very liberal city of Vancouver, but it's just, it's the observations that I make, it's, I'm really not trying to be judgmental, but it's, I think it just says a lot as to the direction that we're heading as a collective, as a society, and I think something needs to change quite drastically because a society and a world without strong men is one that is easily controlled and manipulated. You know, the, the worst thing that a tyrannical government um, Could have is a population that thinks for themselves. That is, you know, of women that are that are strong and and taking care of the the family and have have, have good values and you know our caregivers and and then men that are you know also strong, right? But but physically capable and have are opinionated and stand for their values and their beliefs and you know have have faith in a higher power and i think it's the removal of these things that sort of um are, are creating the world that we live in now and the one that we're heading into this is why i feel so passionate about the things i talk about because i really do think this is greater than just social media and getting views on videos like this is if i can impact you and and sort of change the way you, not change but like get you to see the things that i'm seeing to then you know make better decisions in your life and that ripple effect is going to have on your community and the world and eventually the world like that's for me that's my purpose um I can't believe I veered so far off that question. Uh, he's talking about consistency. Um, I'm consistently distracted. Anyway, so I kind of say all that. Well, not all of that was necessary, but it's the little things and you have to appreciate the little things and just focus on the little things without being overwhelmed by the bigger picture. Um, and also like just accept the fact that you're going to have days that are not like productive. It's okay. And I think it's really important to not resist it, to just embrace it. You're like, okay, today wasn't in alignment with my goals tomorrow we change it you know recognize how it made you feel did um procrastinating make you feel good is that something you can continue for very long uh and and feel fulfilled the answer is no so you kind of just have to make a decision and you know at first when you're building these habits into your life it's there's going to be resistance right because it's not something that you're used to right you probably have different habits that are more destructive and uh you know against, go against your, your you know, whatever your goals are. Um, so breaking them and replacing them is, is going to be difficult. And this is just a choice that you always have to make. Like I say, live life as a meditation, be fully aware of the present moment and every single decision you have, right? Like it's a choice to stay up late, to be on your phone, which then, you know, uh, domino effects into a poor morning. Then, when you have a poor morning, poor poor morning, you have a less productive day. You're less focused. Maybe you need supplements and like caffeine or whatever artificial energy to then move. Uh, you know, have have drive and motivation to get the things you need to get done. And then that cycles into maybe a you know poor poor eating for the rest of the day because you're so focused on making sure you get your work done and you're kind of wired on this caffeine that then you end up having a late night and you can't sleep properly and then the cycle just continues so it's really important to just kind of have days where you're like resetting and reevaluating and then going again and it usually comes for me after i've had a really unproductive day and one where like i know i could have made better decisions but i just didn't When I was in Portugal, I can't tell you the amount of times that I woke up and I just kind of like went on my phone. I was feeling like shit and I just decided like I just kind of gave up and it felt terrible. I, I felt awful because I know I'm capable of so much more and I just like let down my future self but I accepted it. I didn't beat myself up up about it. You know, I just kind of was like, okay, this is a moment that happened. I made a decision. I don't like that decision. Next time I have this decision, I'm going to choose the other option, right? And it's really that simple. Um, And you just have to consistently do that until it becomes easy, until you become excited about making those good decisions, until you become excited about choosing what you know in your heart is the right choice. Um, And then also like another big thing for me in consistency is being around the right people. Like if I'm, around people that necessarily don't live similar, a similar life to me or have the same ambition or drive or goals and, you know, they're kind of doing other things. If I'm around them, it's like I get easily distracted and influenced and all human beings do, right? So you're a product of your environment. So really curating your environment. If you don't have friends that are, you know, kind of on the same wavelength as you or operating the same wavelength as you, become that energy and then you will attract those people into your life. I guarantee it. You just, it just takes patience, Right. I spent so much of my life, like a lot of all of high school, I was alone. Right, I didn't really have any friends that I could really re- relate to or resonate with. But I just continued leveling myself up, improving myself. You know, I was lear- learning about all the things I'm talking about now, and you know, re- you know, and training. I, I dropped out of school and did it online to then focus fully on football. Right, so that's kind of also why I didn't have any friends, I didn't have any distractions. But then as I got older and I started becoming that person that I knew I could be, I started attracting really good people into my life. Until now, I got a circle of people. And we all like kind of create this energy and we all elevate and, and we ascend as one. That's why I say that, because ultimately that is the most beautiful thing in life is when you have a community that is all focused on one goal and all elevating you know, each other. So that's kind of my response to the consistency Sorry for kind of going on a tangent about a bunch of different random things. But I hope it was interesting. Uh, nonetheless, um, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, then you're we're kind of like on the same wavelength already and you're OK with me. Going off on on those tangents. Anyway, so the next one from Jonathan Luke 251104. I saw a quote that said, I have no enemies. And I was wondering if you resonated with that. Do you think hatred is a necessary emotion towards people? Or do you think forgiveness is always the right way? This is a beautiful thing about um, Christianity, right? Because that is one of the Ten Commandments. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I think that is the most beautiful and fundamental aspect of life. I think it is a trap to fall into hatred for others, no matter how deeply they wrong you. Because at the end of the day, everything returns to dust, right? Our souls go back to God. At least that is what I believe. I'm not enforcing my beliefs. I'm not, you know, I'm not pushing them on you. You can believe whatever you want, but this is kind of where I'm coming from. And I do always, I do always try to forgive people. You know, even if people you know, um, have done like really horrible things to me or treated me really poorly, I'll always give them a second chance, you know? And it doesn't mean I'm going to bring them back into my life because sometimes there are certain people where it's just like, okay, you need to go work on yourself and I don't necessarily want to, you know, have to be responsible for that growth. But hatred is a really intense feeling um, and I think it does more detriment to you than it does to the other person. And I just, I just see, you know, I had a realization... I'm talking about a lot of different realizations in this episode, but I had a realization the other day that nothing, like I said, nothing really matters. Everything returns to dust. And the only thing that has lasting impact is the positive impact that you can have in other people, like the love that you can share, the love that you can show um, to other people. But I feel like, again, I'm going to bring up social media. I always use this as an example. But the internet in general, we kind of get disillusioned with the fact that if we're not impacting thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, then the impact doesn't really matter. But if you can impact one person positively, you can make them smile, make them, you know, uh, make a better choice in their life or be inspired to chase their dreams or whatever it may be. That is That is life to me, right? Just to one person, even to yourself. Because the happier you are, the the more inspired you are, the more driven to level up, again, in mind, body, and soul, the greater impact you will have on the people around you, maybe without even realizing it. Because I think how you change the world is by changing yourself, which then changes the people around you. And then when they do that, they change the people around them until the ripple effect just becomes so you know, incomprehensible that, you know, uh, you don't, you just you just have no idea about the impact that, that you've created in the world, right? That's how you change the world. In my opinion, it's by changing yourself, by changing your world. Because you, at the end of the day, we can't really change the world, you know? That's why the news likes to push so many awful things in your face to make you have a pessimistic outlook on life, to kind of really have a, you know, um, what's it called? A, a very um, selfish uh way of going about life and you know that's the antithesis i think of of what life really is and ultimately it's only going to make you depressed is when you focus on yourself i think giving to others is is there's no there is no return because in giving you are filled with so much joy and and happiness that that is the that is the reward right and that feels so natural that feels like such a fundamental of life that for me i can't think anything different so i i have i have no enemies right I don't. I don't. I really don't mind. It, I, no one ha- should have any reason to hate me because I will never have done anything intentionally awful to someone. And I'll live by that, you know. And I think this is for me. This is my purpose in life. You know, I I I create this content. I I'm a footballer. I've got all these different labels, but at the end of the day, it's the love that you show to other people. And you know, to take that even one step further, um, I'm really excited to have a family of my own one day. Right, to create my own legacy, to have a partner that um, you know I want to build with. And that I, you know, that I love and, and then have children, right? So, again, when you look at the world around you, what is not encouraged anymore? It's, you know, finding someone that you love for the long term. You know, everything's short-term casual sex, you know, short-term relationships, only for physical, only for lust, right? And then also they don't want you to have kids, right? Because the world's quote-unquote overpopulated or because climate change or because, you know, a lot of people, that they themselves choose not to have kids because maybe they don't feel like they want to carry on their legacy because they're not super proud of themselves. And I think that's such a, just such a sad thing, sad um, reality because I'm so always like proud of myself and that I want to carry on myself and, and, and teach the little versions of me the things that I know now and that they can pass on to their children. Right? I just think that cycle of life is, is, so, is so beautiful. And what it, where does that stem from? That stems from loving other people, right, and really loving yourself, um, and having a love for the potential of people and a love for the world and everyone in it. Um, yeah, I think hatred and, and negativity is always a distraction. It's always a, it's always to take away the hum- the soul, right, from 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 the from the person. Because um, at the end of the day, I think this is a spiritual war that we're living, not necessarily a physical one. Um, so. I think when you start looking at the world from that perspective, a lot of things kind of come to light and a lot of realizations will, will start to happen. A lot of dots will be made or sorry, dots will be connected. But yeah, I love those questions. I think I'm just going to answer three. Um, like I said in the beginning of the episode, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure that you um, leave a question or you can email me. Uh, my email is Diego Athlete at gmail.com. And you can just be like, yo, question for the podcast in the header and then just leave your question in the email. Or DM me on Instagram. But I'll definitely see the email. And um, I will definitely see the ones that you submit here. The DMs on Instagram get a bit convoluted. Um, And just a bit of an update for those of you listening to the podcast. First of all, really appreciate you tuning in for this long. Um, I hope you guys listen at like 1.25 or 1.5 times speed. For me, that's how I listen to all my podcasts. I can never listen to this at 1 times speed. I'm too impatient sometimes. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm working on creating a private community for those of you that want to not only connect with like-minded people, back to the whole topic of, you know, kind of being alone but not lonely, it's really important to have a circle, right? It's really really important to curate your environment and we can take advantage of the fact that we have social media to connect with each other, to connect with one another, to inspire each other, right? To elevate each other, share resources, share information, you know, have check-ins and, and weekly group meetings. So I have a lot of ideas. I'm working on implementing them. I've talked about this one before, but... Um, I just really want to make sure this is done right and I really want to make sure that the people um, that I let into it um, are at the highest level because at the end of the day, this is going to be my circle as well. I'm going to be involved in this, too. Um, I'm also going to work on implementing one on one, you know, calls with me if you want to connect with me on a personal level and maybe work on your own personal brand, creating content or even if you're an athlete and you want um, guidance uh, based off what I've learned in, so far Um in my life as an athlete, playing professionally, traveling the world for trials, and even maybe even just on like a technical level or a nutritional standpoint, um, it's gonna have that all, all all those options. So with that being said, I appreciate you so much for two actually wait, whoa, 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 we're not done. We're not done. There's something else I want to talk about. Um I made so I made I made a lot of observations today and, and recently and a lot of things I've been I've been thinking about. And one of them is just the fact that and just ask yourself this, right? How can a government that claims to care about you, right? Especially when we, when it comes to, you know, the vid, the CO vid uh, in, in 2020, um, when they implemented the, the V word, right? Last time I said this, my, my episode got flagged and every time on Instagram, I talk about it, my, my content gets shadow banned. That's also really interesting, right? Um, how can a government that claims to care about you and implementing these mandates stay inside? Right, watch the news, stay in fear. If you understand energy and intention and collective consciousness, then this becomes way more impactful than just, oh, it's just the news. Oh, right. They're just sharing negativity, right? It's, it's way greater than that because the collective consciousness dictates reality. And that's how you manipulate people is when they're in fear. That's when people look for a leader. That's when people comply without questioning. And when you look around you at things that are being advertised to you, how is any of that legal? The amount of sugar that is in these. Because I'm thinking of an ad that I saw today for Tim Hortons of like this pumpkin spice thing because it's coming to fall, right? So now everyone's gonna look go get the pumpkin spice drink. I saw something that said there was like 17, or no, 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 that was too little. Wait, let me look it up actually. Uh, pumpkin spice. Tim Hortons ingredients. Because I don't want to mix it up. I want to like show you how much sugar is in this stuff. And then you'll realize they don't care about this because this should be illegal. Um, oh, they even talk about how much calorie how much how long you'd have to walk to burn off the calories from drinking one of these. that's crazy. Uh, let's find it sugar's 38 grams of sugar. 38 grams of sugar. Let's look up the daily recommended my computer's frozen. that's convenient. Um, daily recommended. Sugar intake. Uh, So the AHA, what's that? I don't really know. Oh, the, yeah, I have no idea. No more than 100 calories per day, about six teaspoons or 24 grams per day. And people drink those, what did it say? 38 grams in one sitting, right? And that's probably just like what they have maybe for for like their like breakfast as they're going to work or whatever. And then you start to ask yourself, how is that allowed? And not only allowed, but marketed to us constantly. And that's just one example, by the way, Starbucks, all these other places, not to mention like the fast food and the oils that are used. And then they really have the audacity to sell us the remedy, right? But the remedy is only keeping you in the cycle. It's only the, the pills that they're giving you without actually really trying to change your lifestyle. They maybe mention it, right? The doctors are maybe like, oh, what does your lifestyle look like? Are you exercising? And you're like, no. And they're like, okay, maybe start exercising, do this stuff. But they don't actually enforce it. I've talked to doctors. I know many doctors. They, they say that they are incentivized to give a prescription because that's how they make money, right? So it's not necessarily that the doctors are evil. I'm not blaming the doctors. I'm blaming the system. I think the system is so fundamentally corrupted and, and wrong that something major needs to happen. I think the major thing that needs to happen is people taking back control of their health and putting it back into their own hands and really making better decisions, Right, but how do you make better decisions? Is through education, right? It's not that eating healthier is more expensive, right? Because that was the illusion before. It's like oh, all these health foods are so expensive. Those health foods are a scam. These vegan products are a scam, right? These like all these fancy protein powders and protein bars—that's candy bars disguised as something good. Like this is this this goes deep, right? And and it's it all comes down to profit. But I think at a, the highest level, I think at the very very highest level energetically it comes down to control and manipulation because the weaker a population the easier it is to control like i was saying earlier about the men and women right the more confused the women are the more confused the men are the harder the the easier it is to control them right if a man has no purpose if his work is to go into a cubicle and sit in front of a computer then come home to an unhappy relationship and then to eat garbage food and escape watching netflix and pornography then it's like is that really a life and that's the life that most people live Right, you look around, you walk downtown in your city and take just really observe the people. Like, does anyone really look happy? Does anyone really look healthy? Health is a manif- or beauty is a manifestation of health. There's no beautiful people anymore because no one's healthy. Right? Their skin's all fucked up, they've got like crazy dyed hair, you've got tattoos, piercings, like none of this shit's natural. There was this one study that was done when you keep a bunch of rats in a cage in a confined environment, they all they start doing like crazy shit that's never found in nature, right? At least in rats, like you know, male r- rats start having intercourse, they start eating each other, they start fighting. Like it's just the same thing happens with human beings when you condense them into a tight knit population and start, you know, feeding them fear through the the media, feeding them poison through the food and um, also corrupting the water supply. It's a whole different conversation, you know, not giving them proper education, you know, encouraging things that are essentially hedonism. Uh, if you look at everywhere you look it's nihilism, nihilism and hedonism is being pushed on us right and they've taken away god and replaced him with honestly satan if you look at celebrity culture and, and all of the that sort of stuff but anyways this is a whole different tangent i just kind of want to showcase this because um the more you really start looking at the world from this perspective the more you'll see it and the more like i said dots will be connected and it's not a conspiracy, it's right in front of you. It's um, it's very obvious, it's very evident. They don't have your best interest in mind. You gotta take back control of your health. You gotta take back control of your mind and your life. You gotta start making better decisions. You gotta start educating yourself, impacting the people around you. You gotta start loving people more. And ultimately this is gonna make you a better athlete. And I know none of this is related to actually being an athlete, but the healthier and happier you are as a human being, outside of your sport, the healthier, happier you are gonna be as an athlete. And like I said, it's all mental. So we've come full circle playing football, for those, for my footballers, that's a mental game, right? You cannot just suddenly have a superstition and tap into, um, you know, having a good mental state, you know, having clarity on the field if the rest of your life is fucked up, just straight up, right? Just straight up. It is very simple. It's very easy to understand. There's nothing um, difficult you have to do. Just I would recommend if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. I share a lot of the behind the scenes of like what I eat things that I see I'll sh- like videos I'll see like exposing this kind of stuff. I'll share them and also, you know, the mental side of things. I make a lot of videos about that and like motivation as well. But it's not just like cheap motivation. I kinda I hate that shit. This is like really taking back control of the fundamentals of what it means to be a human being and using that as motivation. Right. Using using the highest potential of ourselves as a motivation. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. So that's it. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in for listening. Again, if you're new here, I, t- I rant a lot i go on tangents but if you're not new here you probably like them that's why you keep coming back um yeah yeah we look we ascend as one right we gotta we gotta maintain this community we keep, have to keep cultivating this culture of holistic self-improvement when i make posts on instagram leave a comment with your thoughts let's start using social media as like a as like a place where you come you pop in for like a few minutes we level up you get a new idea then you just go back to real life and you apply those things in your real life. Okay? Stop mindlessly scrolling. Unfollow people, mute people. Um, Really curate your life and your environment because that'll dictate your success and your future. Love you guys. All the best. Stay blessed. Don't forget to love. And anytime you feel yourself getting angry or reacting to something out of instinct, stop and ask yourself why. Live life as a meditation.